0: There is nothing stronger than having gratitude. It just lends itself to so many things, whether that's positivity, but also to purpose. It's so much easier to be intentional with your life if you have gratitude for it.
1: Do you want to wake up feeling like you're stepping into who you're meant to be? Into the best possible version of you? What if I told you that the key to your best life, health, and happiness are all around you? You just have to find what works for you. I'm Hope Pedraza, and I believe that there isn't just one way to live a healthy and meaningful life, and that all you need is a little inspiration to make changes that last from the inside out. Each week, I'll be sharing tangible tips and inspirational interviews to help you on your journey. These are the steps to take to improve your life and live with purpose. This is Hopeful and Wholesome. Hey, y'all. Thanks for listening today. Today, I have on the show Tori Johnson, Tori is the owner of Storybook, which is a PR agency in San Antonio, Texas, as well as a lifestyle blogger. Today, we talk about her journey as an entrepreneur and the struggle that goes into finding that work-life balance when you're running your own business. We found that our common theme in this episode was all about living intentionally and practicing gratitude. I know we could all use a little inspiration and gathering more opportunities to show gratitude now, so enjoy this episode, my friend Tori. Okay, y'all, let's get going. I'm really excited to bring on Tori today. Me and Tori are going to talk about her journey as an entrepreneur, as a blogger, and just everything she's got going on in her life. So thank you so much for joining me today, Tori.
0: Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. This is really exciting and and breaking up the the days of quarantine. Totally,
1: totally. Human interaction. Yes. So, uh, for all the listeners out there, can you tell everybody a bit about your brand storybook and what you're doing with that?
0: Sure. So my brand is a little bit different from many others. It started as a PR and marketing agency about 11 years ago. And at that time, I also simultaneously started my blog. So I have a little bit of a a different concept here where I have a, a PR and marketing agency that has a blog tied to it. But really what we're doing is kind of striving to focus on bringing the digital mediums of PR and merging them with the traditional ones as well. And the blog is a little bit separate from that in terms of an outlet for women, other entrepreneurs, and all of us just trying to figure it out.
1: Yeah, totally. Totally. And where did you get your inspiration for your blog? Like, Where did that come from?
0: Sure. So really, honestly, it started about 11 years ago. I was kind of I was actually pregnant. And I had decided to leap off a cliff and start my own agency. Probably maybe not the best time to do it when you're (laughs) pregnant. But I did it anyways. And I was very blessed to have a husband who supported me. So I started my agency at that time. And then the blog, I really wanted to have an outlet to, to talk about my new journey as an entrepreneur, but also my journey as becoming a mother. I had family that lived overseas. And so this was my way to connect with them. And it started just a little bit about sharing my life, my faith, my beliefs. And really, it kind of grew from there.
1: Yeah, because you've got quite the following now, like you've really grown this thing.
0: Oh, thank you. I like to say I have a wonderful community of like minded individuals, primarily women, but there are some um, men out there as well. But I truly love my community. It's such, it's a wonderful outlet of creativity, but also for inspiration. That's one of the things as humans, we're called to to be connected with one another. So it allows me to connect with others.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So then what was that jump like for you? Jumping from, you know, you have, I guess, I'm assuming a corporate, like corporate setting, mm-hmm. right? And then yes. jumping on your own. And while you're pregnant.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I can tell you, it was it was very challenging. At the time, I was serving as vice president for a private PR agency out of Dallas, and I was running a a wide variety of their national campaigns and running, you know, different media campaigns across the country, and was not home that much. And really, I I kind of realized that you know I had a baby coming, and I wanted to be a part of that child's life, and so we made the best decision for us. I was very blessed to have a client that wanted to start with me right from the beginning. That's they're awesome. still a client. That's today. Great. Yes, 11 years later, they're still That's with me cool. today. It's Lucy's Doggy Daycare and Spa. I talk about them all the time. Oh,
1: yeah. I know them.
0: Yes, they're wonderful. And so I was able to start my company and then really started building up from there, looking for other clients that we could benefit from. I look for clients that, you know, we're truly a partner, it becomes like a family. And then we've gradually been able to add some wonderful staff on and truly create a a company that can provide everything all the way from design, public relations, marketing, social media management, you name it, we probably do it.
1: Yeah, that's incredible. So then, how is your... I really hate the term work-life balance, but I'm going to use yeah. it. <laughs> what is that work-life balance for you? Because you have the blog, you have a family, you have your PR firm. So what does that look like? Like, how do you wear all the hats and put it all
0: together? Well, do you mean before coronavirus? Or I know, after- right? <laughs> I know, this is true. Yeah. You know, to be honest, work-life balance is always a struggle. I can't admit to that. I will say one of the things when I founded my company is I wanted to provide opportunities for women and men and parents to really try to find an opportunity for work-life balance. So we do try to work on that and we value that. But, you know, I can also, you know, be completely honest with you as a mom, as a wife, as a business owner, it's a constant struggle. It's something I'm always trying to figure out and I'll probably never figure out.
1: I don't know if we will. Yeah.
0: (laughs) And now I'm trying to be a homeschool teacher, too. So let's just just throw that on there, too. (laughs) I've got this.
1: Oh, my gosh. How is that going? That sounds like a nightmare. My kid is not in school, thank God. So he just gets to play all day. But
0: (laughs) oh, that's wonderful. Well, That is a challenge as well. I have an eight year old who's in third grade and I also have a four year old who's in pre-K. We're trying to get ready for kindergarten, Mm -hmm. but my eight year old who's in third grade, he's also in Spanish immersion. So for any moms out there who are, you know, feeling crummy about Having to homeschool. Imagine if not only you had to learn how to homeschool, but you're having to also try to figure out how to do it in In Spanish. Spanish? (laughs) (laughs) And it's not your first language.
1: No. Well, I bet you're probably learning a little bit out of this, right? Are you picking up some Spanish? Oh my
0: goodness! You know, I can tell you, like throughout the entire situation with COVID nineteen, I really have. I think all of us can say we have learned so much. Whether it is how you know to be a teacher and to appreciate teachers. So just learning to value what's really the most important in life. I keep saying, and I think we've many of us have heard this before, it feels like God kind of hit the pause button. Totally. And, and I really feel that. It has given me a chance to pause, to prioritize, to spend time with my family, to be grateful and have gratitude. And also decide, you know, once we go back to and resume what our lives were, we can probably make a lot of decisions on, you know, what do we want to go back to? What right. do we want to resume?
1: Exactly. No, I think that's a really good point. I think that's a good lesson in all of this for sure. As I know a lot of us don't want to, we don't really want to go back to exactly how things were before, right? I mean, we've had this yeah. appreciation on life. I think you're right. So, how do you set boundaries for yourself in learning and to be able to prioritize you as well? I mean, you know, self care sure. is important. So, how do you set those boundaries?
0: That's a great question. I would say that in previous years, I have not been the best at saying no. Mm -hmm. And I found myself being very overwhelmed. I was running all over the city going to, you know, tons of events, was on a variety of boards. And, you know, I have a lot of different things that I'm passionate about. And I really spread myself too thin where I where I couldn't focus on my family, and, you know, focus on building my company and such. And so really, it's learning to say no. And it's hard because If you're like me, you kind of see everything as an opportunity.
1: Absolutely.
0: (laughs) And it's really hard when, you know, you see the potential for something to say no, but you really have to get yourself to focus on what are the things that you really value and what are your ultimate goals. But also in terms of self care, which I do believe is important as well. You know, like they say, if mama's not happy, nobody's happy. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) And, so I try to do things like working out. I know that's something that's really important to you. So working out, taking time to, you know, maybe go get a little facial, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, get outside, read a good book, take a good bubble bath yeah. and you know, really take time to be grateful in those moments as well.
1: Yeah, for sure. So how have you stayed focus. Like where does your drive and your passion, your inspiration come from? Is that just something that's like innate in you? Is it something yeah. that's developed over time?
0: You know, I think I have way too much drive. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely have I think I inherited this. I definitely inhe- inherit a strong work ethic from both of my parents, mm-hmm. my mother as well as my father, very strong in their own careers. So I've had them to look up to. Sometimes I wish I had a little less drive.
1: Right, right. <laughs> <that make>
0: sense?
1: <laughs> I know. It totally does. I feel you on that. <laughs> um, calm down. But, I tell myself that. Like, calm down. <laughs>
0: yes. Just calm down. It's, right. Yeah, it's going to be okay. <laughs> but, you know, you, you just have to kind of focus that drive. And as I think, as I've gotten older and continue to get older, I've, I've learned how to focus that better and, you know, some things that I used to focus on, I don't focus on as much anymore. And that's okay.
1: Yeah, for sure. So let's talk a little bit about you had a health scare not too long ago, and kind of the lessons you gleaned from that. Can you tell us what happened with that?
0: Sure. Well, you know, thank you for asking on that. I will say that was a. It my health has not been the best in the past. I'm very grateful to be doing very well now. But about I've always had some heart um, issues. And I right after college, I got my first pacemaker. Oh, wow. And during some heart procedures following that, they found that I had a hole in my heart. And so I knew I had a hole. And sure enough, about four years ago, I was at home alone with my boys and knew I was having a stroke. Oh my God. So it, it was a very scary time. But luckily, I had had doctors that had because of the hole in my heart, they had told me the possibility of stroke. So had they they had prepared me so I knew what was happening and had knew I had God by me the whole time. And you know, there was a, a lot of challenges that came from having the stroke. And then I did have a subsequent surgery from there to cover that hole in my heart and went to Houston for an implant for that. But it really has changed the way I think it's changed who I am as a person and the way I look at life. I think it probably also contributed to that drive that we're talking about. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, Because I do, do feel like God has a purpose for me and I'm very grateful to one have survived it, but two, to be able to even have a full conversation with you here today and, you know, was able to heal from The effects that came from that stroke that I did suffer with for a time. So it just changes your mentality a little bit and how you look at life.
1: Yeah. What was that recovery like? How long was that? Well, what did that entail? Because I'm I'm assuming it would have been a process, right?
0: Yes, it was a big process. Because first, when I had the stroke, I did face some things such as aphasia, where it was very hard for me to speak. I went through some struggles of trying to went through therapy and things to assist with that. I actually had a friend who was a therapist who helped me through that time. And then subsequently, you know, we talked about obviously the the surgery and that was a hard recovery after that closure. And, you know, you just press on through and you always, there's always somebody who's going through something much worse than you this is the perfect time. We're all going through a really hard time right now. And we have to be, I know I keep talking about gratitude, but it it really is something that's important to me. I say like having an attitude of gratitude.
1: Yeah, Yeah, for sure. And that's
0: something we all kind of need to embrace right now. And when times when we're having struggles, whether that's health or marriage or children or anything going on in life.
1: Yeah, no, I agree for sure. So with you, you talked about having your purpose and like kind of, I guess, discovering your purpose. And I talk a lot about that on this podcast. And so what was, and and I'm sure this started well before your stroke, but how did you find, what was kind of your journey to find your purpose? Like, was it something you found when you were in school? How did that purpose reveal itself to you?
0: You know I wouldn't say that I have completely found my purpose. I think that's something that I'm, you know, always praying to be revealed to me. And it's something that I'm always trying to access. And sometimes it's hard to pinpoint what is our purpose in life? It's such a huge question. Um, But I will say, you know, it's just continuing to, it's continuing to evolve. It's not something that I would say I have found At any point in time, it's not something I can say I had a stroke and my light bulb went off and I now know exactly what my (laughs) purpose is like. I truly don't know, but I am constantly seeking it. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. And what do you find helps you the most? Like what inspires you? What gives you the inspiration that you need to find that?
0: Oh, well, um, obviously, you can tell I'm really strong in my faith. So turning to God's word is obviously very inspirational to me, but also others. I'm blessed with an incredible best friend who you know, my friend Akilah. Mm-hmm. And she inspires me on a daily basis. We turn to each other constantly. My family, my husband, my husband is the foundation of our family and I turn to him so much as well for advice and for someone who has a completely opposite side of the brain than I do yeah. and yeah. helps give me perspective. Yeah, you know, it's, it's others. It's really looking at others to, you know, looking for that source of inspiration in others. I love that. I love connecting with people. And obviously you do as well.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's what, I mean, that's what life's about, right? It's connecting and helping out each other on their, everybody has their own separate path versus to help each other on that
0: path, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I 100% agree.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So do you have anything that you do to kind of help with your mindset because like to stay focused do you have any any tricks or tips or I'm sure I mean you are strong in your face I'm sure prayer has a lot to do with it but Mm -hmm. how do you keep your mindset because I'm sure you have days just like everybody where it's like your mind is not in it and you're a lot you're you're like this day sucks and I can't get out like how do you what do you do for to keep your mindset where it needs to be
0: that you know it is so true you know, I obviously when we're having an interview and I can tell you about all those positivity and how I've done <laughs> so good, at you know, X, y, Z. Right. But I can tell you like there are days where I have hit rock bottom and I'm in a bad place. And it's good to admit that, too. And right. so in terms of things that I do, obviously, prayer, my devotionals are my biggest help to journaling, blo- obviously blogging. If you don't have a blog, you know, just get out a piece of paper and yeah. write. Just yeah. Sometimes you just need a word job. You just need to get it all yeah. out and mm-hmm. then you can feel better. Just The same thing of, you know, working out, even just going for a walk and getting some fresh air and stepping away helps kind of rebalance all of your thoughts. I'm also a big fan of Erin Condren's planners. And for me, planning. hmm really kind of gives me that sense of focus and also like in times like this it gives me a little sense of control so maybe yeah. I have this much control when everything yeah, yeah, is yeah. so uncertain yeah, right now sure so planning can really help with that because it serves a little bit as journaling and I keep looking over here because I literally have yeah. my Erin Condren planner sitting next uh, to uh, me right tell
1: now everybody where they can find that because I, I, I don't have yeah. a, I hear about this all the time
0: Oh, my goodness. So, well, disclaimer, they are a client of mine, but I would tell you about them even if they weren't a client. But this is my Erin Condren Life Planner, and it literally is planned out my entire life from my children's schedules to my crazy work schedule to even documenting my husband's travel schedule. It's it's everything. Yeah. But it also has areas where you can write notes. Again, those times that I mentioned on journaling, it's filled with inspirational quotes. Yeah. So you can see this one here. Yeah. Uh, Passion and purpose give you progress. I love it. So it's just—it's really just a little piece of happy and control in my life that I love. And that's something that serves me personally as well as professionally. Yeah. So I think the, that's a good tip for everybody.
1: No, I love <laughs> that. That is a good tip. Spell that out because I want to put that. I'll put it in the show notes. But how do you spell that?
0: So this is Erin Condren is brand and it's E-R-I-N and Condren is C-O-N-D-R-E-N. And I'll send you, I'll send you a link.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. I love that in the show notes. That's no, that's a great tip. I love that. I yeah. love like that. That's great. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So I do have one more question, but where can everyone find you and kind of follow you on your journey, follow your blog and everything you're doing with that?
0: Oh, well, it's not hard to find me. <laughs> um, so yeah, so my blog is obviously the storybook.com and story is spelled just like Tori, T-O-R-I, and I'm sure you'll link that below. For sure. I'm also on Instagram and Facebook under the same, the storybook. And so it's pretty easy to find me. I'm always happy to chat with, chat with everyone and share a little bit of the story is going on in my life. I'm lucky that my name lends itself well to a blog. I mean,
1: your branding is on point. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. You're welcome. So I like to finish with the same question for everybody. What do you think is the most important change people can make or the most important thing they can do to live with purpose?
0: To live with purpose. I think, again, I feel like, you know, Our overall theme of this podcast has revealed itself. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I will say gratitude again. Mm -hmm. I mean, there is nothing stronger than having gratitude. It just lends itself to so many things, whether that's positivity, but also to purpose. It's so much easier to be intentional with your life if you have gratitude for it. And making time for that. You can't be intentional and you can't have purpose if you don't allow yourself time to.
1: Yeah, no, I I cannot agree more. I was just, I had another interview the other day and we were talking about this and we were talking about like gratitude and meditation, all that. And I feel like that's been like the theme for me and my husband both because I've kind of got him into it and we started, you know, being more, practicing more gratitude and yeah, I, I I mean it's it really does make a difference. And and intentional is a great word that you use, living more intentionally. I love that.
0: Yes. Yeah, yes, for sure. Yeah.
1: Well, thank you so much, Tori, for sharing a little bit about you. And I'm excited to have everyone kind of uh, jump in on your blog and follow your journey as well.
0: Well, well thank you. I appreciate it. It was such an honor and wishing you all and everybody listening the best. I know we're all going through a really tough time right now, but we're going to get through this together.
1: Yeah, for sure. Thank you so much, Tori.
0: Thank you.
1: Thanks for listening to Hopeful and Wholesome, y'all. If you found value in this week's episode, please subscribe on iTunes wherever you get your podcasts and leave a review to let me know what you thought. i love to know what you find useful in these episodes so I know how I can provide the most value I can to my listeners. And if you have topics that you want to know more about, I'd love to hear those as well. So shoot me a message on Instagram, Facebook, or LinkedIn. It's at the Hope Padrazza, or visit my website, hopefulandwholesome.com. Thanks, y'all.